Google and welcome back. I'm Navya. And I'm Addy. And today we are going to be going over a bunch of segments. So we're going to be talking about the current trends and the Great Bridge slash world news. We will be having two special guests. And then we will be getting to know Jordan, who is one of our podcasters. Hey! All right. We have some current events we're going to share with you first. Middle school. And that is for eighth graders. I hope you're listening. You have an eighth grade writing SOL coming up very soon. Uh, March 16th through the 19th for our option one students. And then March 22nd and March 29th for our option two students. So more information is coming. Check the website uh, regarding schedules. All that will be posted online. And we, I'm sure you're gonna do amazing on this eighth grade writing SOL coming up. No stress, just success. And something else for our Wildcat families, the PTA puts together Papa John's Pizza Day slash night. It's, it's a pizza day or night, but it's all day long. And what happens is, is you order your pizza from Papa John's and you type in the promo code Wildcats and 10% of all proceeds goes to the Great Bridge Middle School PTA, which obviously helps the students and the staff here. And I just found this out. Even though we have pizza day, you can use that promo code anytime. And anytime you type in Wildcats, 10% will go to Great Bridge Middle School. So make sure that you use that anytime you order from Papa John. Last but not least on current news and Great Bridge news, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Time to wear green. Do y'all do anything to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? I wear green. That's about it. That's about I wear it. green. If it, and if my brother's not wearing green, I'm going to pinch him. Very lightly. Very I will lightly do that. I'll pinch him. I will pinch my parents because I don't have brother. Do you have any siblings? <laughs> nope. But that's okay because I have a lot of friends. Lucky. And I will pinch siblings. them. One thing we do at the, the Graham household is Mickey O'Malley comes to our house it's a little leprechaun and what he does is he plays little tricks all over the house like he might take toilet paper and then all of a sudden spread it all over the house and then he leaves little gold coins one thing way we notice that mickey o'malley's there is he uses the restroom and he never flushes and he leaves green pee it's pretty gross but mickey o'malley visits our house during saint patrick's day sometimes he is a nice little trickster and gives us chocolate coins for our kids, which is pretty cool. We got St. Patrick's Day is coming, but one of the things that we're going to talk to you about is current trends in middle school. There's a lot. What is one of those tr- trends that we have? Cottagecore. What is cottagecore? Can you tell, can you describe what this is all about? <laughs> okay. So based on pictures that I've seen of cottagecore, it is an aesthetic. I'm sure almost every single one of you know that, unless you've been living under a rock. But it is an aesthetic, and most things that would go with the aesthetic is cottages in the forest or fields of flowers. And it's kind of just like cottages, I guess, hence the name. But it would just be like a lot of outfits that would go with it would probably be like flowery dresses. Mainly the strawberry would- dress that was trending I know that one. That dress is very pretty. And it would also have like 
a lot to do with spring. When I when I think of cottagecore, I associate it with spring, and basically just so kind is of. Is this like a clothing uh, style that we have? All here? around. It's it's more of a lifestyle than a oh, clothing a style. Yeah. It's like a yeah. wild flower lifestyle, like where you're loving nature, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. I think I think it's you know because we do very, have some older listeners here, and we we need to know what what exactly all this means. So. Okay. It is a very pretty lifestyle, okay. and I very cute it. lifestyle. Yes. Okay. What else is going on too? Is there any other trends? Uh, there's also grunge and vintage. Now I know grunge, and I've seen a lot of indie or kidcore because a lot of the things they say indie, but it's actually kidcore. Okay. So kidcore would be just very bright and very kiddish, I guess. So it'd be very bright and saturated colors and just things that you would kind of associate with kids. I'm not talking about the toy trains. I'm not talking about Mickey Mouse Clubhouse here. We're talking about neon colors, bracelets, necklaces, super cool lights, every single thing that's amazing. It is a very (laughs) bright aesthetic. And then another aesthetic that I can let Navia describe is vintage. Vintage is amazing. It's one of my personal favorites, along with cottagecore and grunge and emo and a few others. Vintage is just basically old things, like old-timey houses, old-timey clothes, old-timey cars, and old-timey just furniture in general, because a lot of people have vintage stuff. So it's stuff essentially from the 90s, or things that recreate the 90s. And Well, before then, like 80s and 70s. Yeah, some are 80s and 70s as well. Yeah. So I'm hearing there's like a lot of trends going on. Anyone can fit into almost any trend if they want, right? Basically. Yes, there's even more than that. Those are just some of the ones that I've noticed. I like how you brought up grunge because that was a trend for me back in like what you said, the old 90s. Thanks for making me feel like insanely old, by the way. You do had uh, the plaid in the jeans with like the rips jeans, which I still kind of see. It was basically, and I see this now, it's from the TV show Friends. And oh, yes. Friends now, I guess, regained its popularity on Netflix. So a lot of people watch Friends and you get to see kind of the styles they wore back in the 90s. So some of that stuff is working its way back. The grunge look. It's funny mm-hmm. how things become cyclical, you know? There are also some other trends going around, so I can let Navia, what is one of the trends going around? Breaking gender stereotypes, my favorite. Okay, tell us more about this. Uh, It's essentially like boys in skirts or boys in maid outfits, and then like girls in suits or girls in like, uh, I forgot what the male version of a maid is. Yeah, a butler. A butler. Uh, there you girls go. in like butler suits, and oh my lord, it's amazing. They look amazing. They always like make it look so good on them, and I'm surprised all the time. There's also like non-binary clothing, like like genderless clothing, essentially. Okay. And but there are a lot of breaking gender stereotypes other than this, but these are like the few things that I essentially remember. So tell us a little bit about this. So why is it so cool? Or not cool, but why is this current trend? Because it's to break the toxic gender stereotypes that we have nowadays. 
as if like girls should be in the kitchen or girls should wear dresses like dresses and skirts are made for women and makeup's made for women it's really not it's essentially for every single gender there is out there okay that makes sense all right so good thing right so we're because stereotypes can hold people back and there's been stereotypes all over the world and and some people don't like the stereotype that comes with that so that that makes sense it really holds people back from showing their true selves and it's very important in today's world that we all are able to express how we feel about certain objects and things and stereotypes so i think it's very very cool all right yeah sounds pretty powerful there all right, and then we also have some popular shows. Yeah, I'm sorry, I love these shows. Okay, <laughs> so so a f- two of the shows that I've watched and I think are coming back, not coming back, one of them's coming back, one of them's new. The new one is WandaVision. I'm sure you've heard of it at least. Um, if you haven't, where are you? Where, where, where are you living? What's yeah. going on? It is new, and it's on Disney+. Plus. I will not spoil it. Okay. It's Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, you're aware, it is Marvel. And it is about Wanda and Vision. Hence the name, WandaVision. And it is actually pretty good. So, I would definitely recommend it. Even if you aren't a Marvel fan, it is actually pretty good. I'm not going to say anything else, because it's going to spoil it. And I would not like to do that. <laughs> Well, we can talk. I mean, I we can say a little bit about it without spoiling it. I have seen one or two episodes kind of off and on, but they have like different episodes that go with different decades. And yes, it's kind of cool how they do that. And I think I've talked to some people. And at first I was like, I'm not sure if I kind of want to see that. But then I've heard that it keeps developing and there's like a lot of hidden treasures within the. Oh, Definitely. Okay. Definitely. So we need to watch this, and it I is incredibly will go good. Back to the beginning on it. So thank you for yes. sharing on that. I was gonna watch it the day it came out with my dad, and the first episode was the fifties. And don't worry, that's not really a spoiler. It's legit the first episode, right. and you can tell if you're legit scrolling through the episodes that every episode is a different decade. But my dad and I, my dad, like turned it off because I guess he wasn't interested in it because it was the fifties. And then I was like, I'm seeing this everywhere. I'm going to watch it. And I actually got really into it. So I'm not going to say anything more. Knowing myself, I'm going to end up spoiling it. And I don't want to do that. Because I know there are people here that probably plan on watching it. And then another series that is coming back. And you might seem surprised by this. And so another series that's coming back and is now becoming popular would i i would i've seen a lot of miraculous ladybug lately i personally like the show it is a kid show but it's not it's not like five-year-olds watching this for goodness sake i've seen 17 year olds watching it it is actually way better than you would think the miraculous ladybug what was popular in our house hmm go dog go I've never heard of that. It's on Netflix. My four and two-year-old love it. There's only one season. It only has nine episodes. And I can recite almost every single line from those nine episodes because it's on repeat all day long. It's like the new baby shark from my house. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, it's played that many times? 
it's a it's like a good 15 minute show go dog go my kids love love it and actually it's not that bad i mean i can watch it it keeps them entertained for a little bit but then it's like it's time to go outside but we haven't been able to go outside right because of all Due this to rain. The rain and the cold and every single <sighs> thing oh uh, yes rain is actually pretty aesthetical that's a current trend it times. has to be rain has to be trending right now because we've had 10 straight days of rain it seems like so i guess it is trending <laughs> technically it is trending technically well with all this rain that we've had i mean because it's been a lot that kind of starts to signal hey we're starting to maybe get out of this cold season it's starting to become spring i've started noticing it's lighter at night when we have dinner we still eat an early dinner probably like 5 30 or something six and it's not pitch dark so that's kind of nice so we have spring coming and with spring comes a lot of sports out there which brings us to our next segment where we are fortunate enough to have two special guests so stay tuned we're going to bring you some more addy navia you there yo thank you so much for sharing all of these current trends that are going on so that our listeners know what is happening in your world yep I am Connor Vale, and I am here to say that we have two very special guests. We have Connor Jones, and we also have Michael Kadire. For the listeners out there who might not know you, can you both take a moment to tell us about yourselves? Sure, Connor. Well, I'm, my name is Michael Kadire, and I actually went to Great Bridge Middle School. I went first when it was Great Bridge Junior High School, and then it turned into Great Bridge Middle School my eighth grade year. And when I went to Great Bridge Middle School, it was only it was eighth and ninth grade. And we, yeah, we were actually freshmen. We were still in the middle school. So it changed over when I was in high school. But um, I went to Great Bridge High School, got drafted by the Minnesota Twins, ended up playing 15 years in the major leagues. Uh, played 11 years with the Minnesota Twins, three years with the Colorado Rockies, and one year with the New York Mets. And I'm excited to be with you guys today. And I and I do have a son who goes to Great Bridge Middle School right now, Casey. So we're 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 all still here. All right, that's awesome. We are glad that you are here too. What's up, guys? Yeah, I'll I'll jump in right after Michael. My name is Connor Jones. I uh, I went to I believe the same Great Bridge Middle School you guys currently go to, um, from I believe 2006, 2007, 2008. I then went on to Great Bridge High School. From graduated in 2013, went on to the University of Virginia for three years. Was fortunate enough to win a uh, College World Series there at UVA, and then was drafted by the St. Louis Cardinals in 2016. And I am in their organization right now, and I'm zooming you from Major League Spring Training. Thanks for taking the time out. I know it's busy, Connor, for you right now with all that's going on. I think you, you just had a really great showing the other day. Yeah, ha- I'm definitely happy about it. Yeah. And uh, Michael, we are, again, happy that you are here with us as well. It's nice to see two former Wildcats uh, back with our, our podcast crew here. And, 
and kind of going through and telling us what middle school was like, how it might have shaped you. And we are just so, so happy that you guys are here. One of the last things that we were talking about in our previous segment was some current trends. And there are some interesting ones out there. Do y'all remember? I know it's maybe a little far back, not too far though. <laughs> But do you remember some of the current trends? What was hot when you were in middle school? Well, I tell you, for me, that was 30 years ago. So <laughs> I'm going to let I'm going to default to to Connor on this one and see if his memory is a little better than mine um, about the current trends when he was uh, when he was in middle school. Um, see, now you guys are making me feel really old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was. Some of my best memories about middle school, I played on the basketball team and I really, really liked basketball a lot. And I still do to this day. And I'm like a musical person. I love listening to music, every, like everything about music. So I remember a lot of the music that was popular when I was in middle school, like listening to it at basketball practice or like coming out to it before a game and stuff like that. So I remember a lot of like kind of like the mid 2000s hip hop that was really popular back then and the music that was going on. I'm trying to think about like, I was never really into fashion or anything like that. So like, you know, there might've been like skinny jeans or something were around, but like, <laughs> other than that, like, you know, I was never like, even nowadays, I'm not really into the fashion trends. So. Yeah. I know when I was in middle school, I was wearing sweatpants and t-shirts. And if that's a trend now, then it, it's still going. Cause that, nice. that was, that was my trend. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. You bring up skinny jeans. I graduated in 99. So I was kind of with you, my, with that sort of age group and I and I tried putting on skinny jeans and I'm not a professional athlete whatsoever however I am an active tennis player but my legs could not fit in skinny jeans now my waist could however the moment that I pulled up the skinny jeans it was game over I was going to split them so absolutely I did notice right right there with you my quads there's no way I'm fitting into any skinny jeans (laughs) oh my goodness so uh, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. We were talking about grunge. Grunge is kind of working its way back. I think Yeah, and that was, it, and that was, yeah, 91, 92. I mean, that was the original grunge. You had Nirvana and, and Kurt Cobain and those guys. So that was definitely a trend when I was in middle school. So, uh, it, it, trends always go in cycles. So I mean, I, now that we're hearing that it's coming back, that was, uh, we were the original grunge group, yeah. although mm-hmm. I didn't listen to that too much. What was your favorite part of GBMS? What was your favorite part of it? I really liked middle school. I really did. I had, I have awesome memories of middle school. Uh, One of my favorite things was playing dodgeball like every day in PE. I really, (laughs) I probably was too serious about it. Um, And then I had to retire towards the end of my, my tenure at Great Bridge Middle School. (laughs) I was throwing too hard and not given a proper warm up, and my arm started to get really sore. So I, uh, I love, I love playing middle school basketball. Like I said earlier, um, I love playing dodgeball and PE, but I just thought middle school was super cool. Two stories to the building. Like I thought that was really cool coming from intermediate school. I felt like a, I felt like a big, cool kid. You know, I like, I, I, that was like a big jump from intermediate school and you were kind of by fifth grade, you're kind of over that. And I felt like a cool kid when I went to middle school. Yeah. I think uh, for me, there was the first time we had lockers. First time we switched classes that was all a big deal to me I I, like like Connor said I felt a little more grown up a little more uh, on my own uh, which was which was nice a little more freedom and then like I said earlier we were ninth graders and still in middle school 
And I was fortunate enough. I was, I was the starting quarterback on the varsity team as a freshman. And I started on the baseball team as a freshman. So I kind of walked around the middle school. Like I was like, I was pretty cool. Like I was something else, you know, being able to being being able to be on the, on the varsity as a, in still in the middle school. I didn't feel that way when I went over to the high school, but when I came back, when I came back and um, would rock in the halls around class, I felt I was like, I was a pretty big deal. Well, you guys both mentioned two sports, but did you guys play any other sports when you were back in Great Bridge Middle School? Yeah, so when I was in middle school, I played football and I wrestled. So I, I, I played basketball leading all the way up to until when I was in sixth grade. And in sixth grade, I decided I would start trying to wrestle and wrestled sixth, seventh and eighth grade and won the city championship my eighth grade year. And then when I went on to high school, I went back to basketball. And so I, in high school, I played basketball, football, and baseball. But in middle school, I, I, I played football in seventh and eighth grade and wrestled in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Yeah, so I was a manager for basketball, sixth grade, played in seventh and eighth grade. Um, I stopped playing basketball when I went to high school. I didn't want to stop, but I did. And then I actually, I, was, I swam competitively for most of my life all the way up through my sophomore year of high school, I swam competitively. So there's no middle school swim team, but I did that like outside of uh, outside of school. Nice. Did you do that at Graberstone Ragged Club over there? Uh, we, would pra- we would practice there. My sister was really, really, really good at swimming, like one of the best swimmers on the East Coast. And so I, I didn't like it a whole lot, but I was so competitive and I was pretty good at it that I would do it and try to beat all the kids that swam year round. Right. So even though y'all are, you know, major league baseball players, you definitely found some advantages in playing in other sports. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not only physically, but also socially. You know, I had Mm -hmm. different pockets of friends throughout middle school and, you know, the different sports for the different people that played it. So I, I always recommend playing, doing different things, being in different clubs, playing different sports, because, you'll always be able to branch out and meet new people. And that's always a good thing when you can um, socialize with other groups of people. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. All right. Well, thank you. Did you have a favorite teacher or subject when you were in school? You can't mention the ones you don't like. The ones that you didn't like do not count. Okay. I guess (laughs) I'll I'll go to hopefully give Mike a chance to think about a teacher's name that he might remember. (laughs) Um, as far as subjects go, I don't know. I, I always kind of enjoyed science um, as long as it wasn't like, you know, biology or something crazy difficult. But the one teacher that really stuck out for me was I was in sixth grade and I believe it was the Keen Cats. You're Is right. that still a thing? Still a thing, yes. man. Let's Keen go. Keen Cats strong. Wow, let's go. And it was, uh, <laughs> I know she doesn't teach there anymore. But her name was Miss Seymour. And I really, really enjoyed her class. She was my homeroom, like first first middle school homeroom and um she was one of my favorite favorite teachers that i had there always super positive really enjoyed her class yeah Yeah. she's at hickory i think she's at hickory middle school now so shout out to seymour she and i worked together a little bit with sixth grade science back in the day and for me we didn't have teams when i was in middle school you know you just kind of (laughs) just go and do what you needed to do so uh, we didn't have teams but my freshman year, Mr. Ellison was my science, my science yeah. teacher. And uh, 
he was by far one of my favorite teachers. He'd play the Jaws theme every day. He had a test and, you know, he, he, he used to, he used to do a prank on some of the teachers. He'd probably get in a lot of trouble today, but uh, <laughs> we would be working with rocks and the acidity on the, of, with rocks. And he would always he'd fill up the test tube and he would fill it up with water thinking it was the acid that you would use to test the rocks. And he would trip and accidentally the, the water would go on somebody's desk or somebody's <laughs> skin. And uh, before they knew it was water, obviously it caused a little frantic, but um, he was just, he was really fun. Always played music in the class. And um, you know, it was, it was a very memorable teacher for me. Again, we're going 30 years back now. So for me to, to be able to remember, he made a, he made a big impression on me. For the, for the record, I also had Mr. Ellison, but that was Great Bridge High School for me. That yeah. was not middle school. So. <laughs> Did you have the an, same experience with the an, whole rock and acid? Did you an, get... <laughs> was an awesome class. I remember him slamming textbooks on the desks yeah. and like it would be so loud. Just the Jaws theme. I remember it. It was that class was a riot. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think he's probably not still there, but you guys have teachers like that to look forward to in high school as well. Yeah. And Mr. Ellison's son was actually on our baseball team that year. He was a senior pitcher um, wow. my freshman year. So it was, it was kind of cool that, you know, I would have the, his, his dad and then I would go to practice and, and his son, who was a really good, he was our number one pitcher for that year. When you were in middle school or high school, these, the teachers here, it's may, maybe not so much, you didn't remember the math problem as much, but you remembered that experience that they provided, like that fun atmosphere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Was there anything that you struggled with in middle school? If so, how did you get through it? If you can give any tips to the middle schoolers at GBMS, what would they be? Yeah, that's a that's a tremendous question because middle school is tough. You know, you're going through everybody is kind of going through different phases of life at different times. You know, the sixth graders are going through a different phase of their life as the eighth graders are and the seventh graders are kind of sandwiched there in between. So everybody's kind of going through their own experiences um, kind of at the same time, which is, which is kind of a weird dynamic and you kind of got to find yourself. But I, I think the one thing that really helped me is I, I was always comfortable with who I was and I, I liked who I was and I liked myself. And I think if I were to give you one piece of advice, that would probably be the biggest piece of advice I could give is to really know that you are somebody special and no matter what anybody says or what anybody does, there's nobody else in this world like you. And because of that, you need to embrace that and, and walk through the halls with confidence because you know that there's nobody else that can do what you do. That's some awesome words of advice. Because middle school is definitely a different time. Like one episode we were talking about is being confident in who you are. And you're kind of, you mentioned that, you know, mm -hmm. right there. So I love that. And then how strange is it at this time um, where half your classes are at home, some, some of the schools at home permanently for the year, half your classes are in school. So it, that social aspect is a little different. So it's, it's extremely important to be, confident and comfortable with who you are especially now yeah well first of all it's gonna be impossible for me to top that and i totally totally <laughs> i totally agree with everything mike said connor and... I've, I've got a middle schooler too so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of advantages on me <laughs> i'm 19 years behind um <laughs> on the timeline 
But um, I totally want to echo what Mike just said. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking of like a different angle or something to try to give you guys. Um, and for me, I think it, it makes life a lot easier when you're organized. Like for me, balancing all the different classes was something that I was kind of worried about and thinking about. And you know, this class, this class, you got like four or five different classes, maybe six bells throughout the day or whatever it is. Be organized. And that makes everything else a little bit easier. Like if you don't have to worry about, you know, what did I forget for science homework tonight? When you've got all that in the line, then you can kind of go out and like Mike talked about earlier, you can kind of make new friends. You can think about, you know, hey, maybe I want to go join the basketball team. And then it makes having more friends easier. Like I always had it. I always had I had friends from sports and other like friends that like I live nearby in my neighborhood. And I always had a, a good knack of having older friends. And I think it was because I played sports and more sports than they did. So I was always able to have older friends and that made passing by friends in the hallways, like, Hey, I know you like it always, that made, I think the social aspects easier was from playing sports and kind of, you know, but if you're so caught up and worried about your classes, you can't even get to that kind of stuff. And, and I think when you have other friends and other friend groups, like Mike talked about, then you, it makes being confident in yourself even easier. We should all try to, you know, be confident in ourselves and, and love ourselves but sometimes that's hard when it's hard to make friends. And so all those things kind of play together. And then once you have other friends, it makes, you know, it makes being comfortable and confident with yourself even easier. Right. And if you have just going off what you're saying too, with those different types of groups or friend groups or whatever, the cool part with that is that you get to learn from each other and the different groups and the different personalities or the different backgrounds. And so I think that's something that just helps you grow and that organization starts with your bed <laughs> at home. <laughs> you know, I, I, there is a yeah. thing to that. This, this podcast is going to go into my son's room right now. <laughs> <laughs> there is a thing. I think like one of the most, I don't know what it is, but I, I remember somewhere like making your bed in the morning yeah. is supposed to be like very beneficial. Yeah, I read the book. I, I, if not for any, if not for anything, it keeps your parents from yelling at you. Yeah, <laughs> the, book, the book is called "Make Your Bed." Oh, it's yeah. straight up "Make Your Bed." Yeah. All right. So, middle schoolers, listeners out there, read the book "Make Your Bed." <laughs> if if you didn't become a baseball player, what job would you like to do? It's so I'm gonna go for my middle school me. <laughs> I always wanted to be a civil engineer. I am fascinated with like the city planning aspect and like the logistics of how things work. Then I realized how much math and stuff you need to do. And that kind of, that kind of hit my enthusiasm a little bit. <laughs> so that I wanted to do that my whole life. I was really fascinated with it. Nowadays, that's a totally different question. Maybe be a sports agent or something. I don't know. But back when I was in middle school, being a civil engineer was, was what I wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, like kind of like Connor said, the answer to that question has evolved over the years to so many different things. You know, I, I would say my middle school days, it was a baseball player. That was that was what I wanted to do. That was what I wanted to be. It was kind of what I set my goal. I wouldn't say goals because I didn't work and, and practice to be a major league baseball player. I did that because I just had fun. I enjoyed it. It was a but, dream. Um, it was, yeah. So, but... You know, I, I 
I used to think about being a physical therapist. I used to about thinking about being a coach, being a teacher, being a guidance counselor. Uh, so many, so many things have kind of come through my head. I, 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 but I think this, the underlying tone of all of those things is I wanted to help people, you know, and I think all of those, all of those professions that I just mentioned, the one common thread is they all help people. And uh, so I think if I wasn't a baseball player, I would have done something in the field in a field of helping people. I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And you said too, like, this was like just a dream, right. To get to that point. But what were some of the things that helped achieve that dream for you? Like what, I mean, it had to start in a yeah. young age, I mean, middle yeah. school years or even before, but what were some of those things that helped you get to be successful with your dreams, whether if it's baseball or like outside of that with helping others. Yeah. So for me, you know, I think the, the, the important thing was it was never a, like major league baseball was never a destination. It was never where I wanted. It was, it was never my goals. It was never like something that I wanted to do. I just loved doing it. And, you know, you always hear you got to work hard. Well, I never felt like I was made to work hard. I was inspired to work hard. I was inspired to work hard because I loved playing baseball. I loved practicing, but I loved playing basketball. I loved wrestling. I loved playing football and, and practicing. I was inspired to have a work ethic. Um, and I think that's the biggest advice. If you have a passion for something and you're inspired to do something, then do it. And it's just plain and simple. W work at it and do it. But have that inspiration and have that passion, no matter what that passion is. For some, it might be art. For some, it might be sports. Whatever that passion is, fuel it, do it, work at it, you know, and, and, and enjoy what you're doing. Because if you do that, then the destination, the results will take care of itself. Yeah, I think the two words that really stick out with me with, with that, would add, that I would echo from Mike is passion and enthusiasm and, and inspiration. For me, my one side of my family has a has a big history with sports, and I was really motivated by them. And they told me at a really young age, my grandfather told me, no one ever got better sitting on the couch. And I took that to heart. And I think I, I had a different track than Mike. And my thing within myself was, I wanted to be the best player that I could be. And that and the the thought of not fulfilling that made me sick. Like it, it was like my worst nightmare. So I was pretty good when I was younger, but then I worked like crazy throughout high school to try to, my, my whole goal was to be the best player in the 757. That was like my sole focus. And I wanted to beat all those other teams and be the best player. And then all of a sudden I finally popped my head up my senior year. And all of a sudden I was one of the better players in the country. And I hadn't, I hadn't thought that was a possibility. I hadn't fathomed it. I was, I was like, Whoa, I was kind of like mm -hmm. caught off guard by it, but like if you want to be good at something, seek the best and work like crazy to become that. And whether, like Mike said, whether that's whether you want to be a chef, like if I want to be a chef, I'd go on YouTube, right? We have access to so much more stuff. I'd go on YouTube right now and look up Guy Fieri or whoever it is and just watch their videos or em Emerald or whoever those famous chefs are like <laughs> and, and just and learn from them. They're the best. And so whether, you know, whatever you want to be, just you know, don't waste, you know, if you want to be a chef, go in from the best. If you want to be a good baseball player, you know, seek Michael Kadir's advice, like, you know, seek professionals. <laughs> and, and one of the, some of the best things I've ever done throughout my career 
is seeking the best and taking going out of your comfort zone, whether that's traveling to Florida to go to a, a pitching lab for myself, like just go in head first and, and be uncomfortable and and you know, but some people don't want to do it. They'd rather just be mediocre and be comfortable. And you gotta you gotta be inspired because at the end of the day, it's your life, it's your career. And my my dad didn't want me to be a better baseball player than I wanted to be. I wanted to be a good baseball player. It wasn't my dad or my mom. You gotta want it. Well, I thank you for sharing all that. Those are words of advice for listeners, our middle school students. I mean, we greatly appreciate what you're sharing with us because it is always good to hear from the people in it and how you got there and what you did. And, and we're inspired. I'm inspired just listening to you right now. And I know that our middle school students greatly appreciate this um, opportunity to hear from you. How do you hold yourself accountable for like working out or like going to practice and things like that? Wow. That's a really good question. I, don't even think I knew what accountability meant in middle school. <laughs> um, um, for me, it was just the thought of not living up to my potential. Like if I'm supposed to be a professional baseball player and I only made it to college because I was lazy and didn't work very hard, like I would regret that the rest of my life. Like that would really, that wouldn't sit well with me. That's how I thought about it. I just, I, I didn't want to waste any potential, any God-given ability anything like that, that I had. So I always wanted to try to be the best version of myself. And, and I wanted to, and I was so competitive that if I knew Billy over there was going to practice, you better believe I was going to practice to be better than him. And I was going to practice harder than him. So I'm super competitive. So that, that was almost a way of accountability for me. No, that, that's awesome. For, for me, uh, you know, I, I've kind of lived by a very simple principle my whole life. And then, it was knowing right from wrong and doing right and not doing wrong. And I mean, that's just kind of how I've always looked at it. I was a little kid and what I try to instill in my kids now and, um, and kind of still not kind of, but still how I try and live my life uh, as, as a 42 year old um, is knowing and understanding what's right, knowing and understanding what's wrong and choosing, choosing right over wrong. Yep. So that's, that's pretty much how I held myself accountable every day. Absolutely. And you don't need an app for that. No, no. And I, and just something else I just love how y'all mentioned is it's like finding your passion and just going and mm -hmm. just go then see where that leads you. And, uh, and don't be concerned what other people think. Right. Cause that, if it I mean, means that much to you, who cares what anybody else thinks? Exactly. Was it hard, like, balancing going to practice and stuff while having to do all the middle school stuff? Because middle school is kind of hard. Absolutely. No, that's a, that's a tremendous question, and you are absolutely right. Um, middle school is, is not kind of hard. It's hard. Um, <laughs> you know, you get, you get a lot of work. You get a lot of homework added on, and then you obviously got to think about practice. And you know, I think the biggest one thing, and, and it's kind of a buzz term, is time management. So you figure out how you're going to expend your time. But I think another thing is sacrifice. And I think as you continue to get older and as you go move in from the transition from middle school into high school, you're going to have to sacrifice even more things. And that's learning what to you is important is 
sports important is friendships important whatever it is it's important to you that's that's how you prioritize and for me it was school number one first and foremost and then after that it was sports and and then whatever I had time for after that I was able to 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 get accomplished but I always made sure my schoolwork got done first and then I was able to practice and and they were long nights sometimes the sacrifice was sleep uh, unfortunately, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, but that's, that's kind of what happens at, at times, you know, there was, as you get older and, and there's more demands on your time, schoolwork might have more demands on your time and, and your extracurricular activities might have demands on your time. You've got to figure out what's important to you and prioritize accordingly. Yeah, I agree. And it's kind of what I was talking about earlier if you can keep your schoolwork in line, it makes the rest of your life a lot easier. And school, like Mike said, school's number one. You gotta stay on top of your classes, on your grades, and the sacrifice is real. I remember compared to my friends when I was in middle school and high school, I lived a different life than they did. And a lot of it was because of sports. I would get my schoolwork done. And then after that, my focus was on sports and was on athletics. So I sacrificed a lot, but school is super important, guys. And everything, all the, the decisions of right and wrong should start with school. That's, and then your life gets a lot easier after that. Um, speaking of sports, I actually have soccer, and I need to go. <laughs> no. Pretty good segue. That's prioritizing, Addy. Yeah. That's nice. it. Hey, yeah. I need to go. So have a nice day. Well, thank you, Addy, and have fun at soccer practice. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Well, again, guys, I, I appreciate you guys coming in for this Zoom call over our podcast and gave us a ton of knowledge and, and words of wisdom. And, and I appreciate it. And I know our listeners appreciate it. I, I just thank you both for taking the time out of your busy schedule to to come in and, and, and share with us. Michael, you might be playing golf. I know you play golf a lot now. I have to pull you away from from that course. Yeah. That's raining today. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't get out there today. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Connor, I know it's busy for you because you're right in the thick of it too right now with spring training, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So down we, here in Jupiter, Florida. Hopefully, we'll see you back in these halls. You know, walking around, maybe not playing dodgeball, Connor. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> But yeah, we we'll see, we obviously I see Michael almost every day when he's uh, dropping yep. the sun off here. Is he playing some sports? Is he into he's it? Playing, he's playing. He's yeah. He's playing baseball. He was on the on the middle school basketball team last year. Obviously, we weren't able to do it have a season this year. So, uh, but yeah, every day I'm in that carpool line. <laughs> every 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 other day, I should say. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Again, I appreciate it. All right, thanks. Hope to see you soon. Take care. Have a great evening. All right. We are, our next segment is getting to know a podcaster. And today we are getting to know Jordan Long. So you can, and we're going to be, Getting to know her by playing a game of two toots and a lie. Jordan, you can take it away. I am a huge fan. I am a huge office fan. I dyed my hair. I played soccer for a year. 
I think it's the soccer one. You said at the beginning of the episode, like when we first got on on Instagram, asked about your profile picture, that you had someone from the office Ooh. as one of your pictures. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> um, was that Kira? I was about to say that because in the beginning he had like a meme. Ooh, we have two. We got some smart podcasters here. So for the listeners, we're in a Zoom meeting and a couple of us have profile pics. And we noticed that Jordan had an office theme profile pic. So we might have to say that that is going to be one of the truths, right? That she's an office fan, the office fan. What do y'all think is the other one? I think the lie is that she dyed her hair looking and we're in here i can see her hair it definitely looks a little bit of a different color i think so the uh, lie i'm gonna go out there what do y'all think the lie is everyone soccer soccer, soccer. dyed her hair <laughs> maybe the trick is that she didn't dry her dye her hair maybe her mom dyed her hairs could she could be throwing us for a loop here okay. all right jordan tell us what's going on the what lie? is the lie the lie is that I played soccer for a year. Oh. Hey. We're I good. did I did dye my hair. My hair used to be super blonde and then I dyed it brown. So did you dye your hair by yourself? No, my grandma did it. Okay. So your grandma is a hairstylist. A hairstylist. Yeah. Where is she a hairstylist? Tucson's Ball. Where is it? It's uh by Walmart and then where Wawa is. Oh, I've seen the store. I've seen it, but I've never went. Yeah, my um, I actually know a lot about that place. Not because I go there, but my wife goes there and my aunt goes there. Or my wife's aunt goes there. Something that's interesting is a student that I used to teach works there. That's my cousin. Yeah, Kayla is her name, and she was a great student. I think I taught her in sixth or seventh grade. Uh, she was an awesome student, and I'm glad that she's doing well and having two wonderful kids. Actually, that's who my wife goes to. <laughs> Small world is that. My wife gets a haircut from a former student of mine. Life has a lot of connections. So tell us a little bit more, Jordan, So about soccer. So soccer's not it. Do you do anything else? I um, play softball travel. I'm actually going to a tournament this weekend. Nice. So how long have you been an office fan? Um, well, actually, my stepdad introduced it to me when I was five. And ever since then, I watched it over and over again. Well, now they took it off Netflix. So I watch it on Apple TV and I bought it. Yeah, that's a good show. It's one of those that you can just watch over and over and over again. I really liked um, The Office. One of those shows that's kind of similar to The Office that I like is Parks and Rec. That was That's a pretty funny show. I, I like that one. Anybody have any questions for Jordan? I do. Do you have any, like, other siblings? No, I'm the only child, unfortunately, but I have a best friend that I've known, like, forever, and I think of him as a brother. Well, that's awesome. There's nothing wrong with being an only child. I have a question for Jordan, though. Okay, go ahead. 
do you have besides office do you have any shows or like i guess youtubers or like any like influencer that you like to watch i like to watch ss sniper wolf just when i'm bored and um minecraft building videos and stuff to like create my houses but any other shows really i used to watch riverdale but that's really it that's cool respect for the minecraft community yeah jordan thank you so much for sharing all this information i definitely uh got to know you a little bit better and i think our listeners did too so have fun watching your office have fun playing some softball have fun dyeing your hair whatever color as long as your parent approves it but thank you thank you for sharing it was nice talking to you and great job podcasters in this episode and we will see you next time have a great day bye, bye.